What's up, guys? I'm back. This is Paul in Theology's Daily Devo, and we're on the last episode of Amos, and we end on a good one. We end on a wonderful one, and I'm glad we do because it has been tough going through Amos, man. It's been wrenching my heart because of the the, the wrath of God that falls upon those who do not believe, who are, are evil. And at the same time, it's 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 a beautiful thing because of the justice that happens to those who oppress the needy and the poor. But it's just so hard to see the destruction of a people, even though they're not doing the things that God has called them to do is loving and caring who, who he's given them the law. He's shown them how to do it, yet they don't do it. But now we see for those who walk according to his way, who seek him and love him, who worship him as he has been called, as he's called himself or he desires to be worshipped. What happens then? A thing that, that is so beautiful. And we get a little picture of Christ as well. So all these things we'll talk about and uh, it'll all be in Amos chapter 9 verses 11 through 15. If you haven't read it yet, go ahead and read it. Stop the tape right here. Check it out and come back if you have read it. We're about to dive deep. What is being spoken about in the scriptures today? It says that God is going to restore the falling house or the falling Sukkot booth tent of David. Man, that's the kingdom, the, the house, the family of David it will be restored. It's tore. It's broken, it's tattered, but God says he will restore it. He will raise it up again, and it'll be it'll be like the days of old, man. That's the Jesus point. That's a little foreshadowing. Now, Amos, he probably had a sense and recognized something powerful was going to happen through a man that was going to change the world, the way all things happen. And it was because of God. It was going to be because of God. But us seeing and now knowing, we can recognize and, and realize that this fallen, this fallen house will be rebuilt by the God-man Jesus. Jesus is coming and he, and he will restore all that was broken. That's powerful, dude. <laughs> and he says he's doing this... Uh, for the sake of those who possess the remnant of Edom. He's like, and he's, he's doing this so that, and then not even, not even more, but he says all of the nations in which he calls by his name, the Lord is going to do this, man. And so not only uh, is, is God going to raise the house and, but what's going to happen is that all the nations of the world, they are all going to be subjugated under him. That means we're all going to be saved by him. We're all going to find restoration and peace by him. Those who are called by his name, the chosen families, the one that God has placed his name on, the ones that honor him and declares goodness to the world. That is what's going to happen. He's going to restore the house. And then he's going to talk about how bountiful, how wonderful, and how amazing this house is. He, he says that the, the one who, uh, uh, the one who is, is reaping, or I'm sorry, not the one who's reaping, but the one who is planting is going to have to uh, overcome the one who's reaping. It, it's like 
they got so much stuff that that the one who's picking up stuff, you know, there's not even room to plant more stuff because there's still more stuff they're picking up, being able to use. That's how bountiful it's going to be. It's talking about the one who's crushing the wine, man. And it's like, yeah, they, they're stomping on the wine to make ready the press. And it's like, but they're running into people trying to, to, to even plant the wine, to pick the wine, man. It's like, this is, there's so much going on, man. It's just so much. So it says that, that the mountains are going to be dripping this one, this wine, man. And it is going to be overflowing on the hills. It's going to be so vast, so abundant, man. That is, that is what it is. That is the abundance that God's going to do. And then he says, I'm going to make good on that promise. I will restore the fortunes of my people. He's like, I will return them from exile or I will uh, uh, give them back their inheritance. That which God said he was going to give them, they will receive. This is, man, there they're going to be able to to, to actually, it's, it's a reversal of what they said because earlier we in, in uh, episodes before, it talked about how they're going to build houses and not live in them. It says they're going to uh, plant vineyards and not drink their wine. But this is a reversal of that. You see, he says that now, he says they're going to live in these ruined places and rebuild them. They're going to be inhabitable. It says they're going to plant vineyards. They're going to drink its wine. They're going to plant orchards or or they're going to uh, uh, plant gardens. And then they will be able to eat its fruit. And it says, and, and God has set them in this place. And no one will ever, ever cast them out. They will be there forever. And this will happen because of Yahweh, their God. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. We will be restored and we are ushered in with this. Those people, like I said, those who are called by his name, that is us. We have been moved in to the, the, the people of God and that we will receive this blessing and this benefit because the house of David will be restored. That's a great ending. That's a great ending to a book, guys. That is an amazing ending to a book. One that starts out with such such ooh, wrath because of the injustice and iniquity of the people. He says, I will not return. It's like, I will not revoke. Or I will not turn from the punishment. But here, he says he will restore. That sifting we talked about last episode, the ones that fall through, they're the ones that get to possess the land. And that is us from every nation. Not just the nation of Israel, because remember, there were so many judgment oracles on all the nations that surround them. And this, he says, is for those who have called by his name. He's going to sift them. He's going to see and he's going to find. And he's going to know those who serve him truly. So what's to say about God? God is a gracious and restorative God. He is gracious to give people a chance to serve him, glorify him. And then the land that he's promised to him. He's also a um, truthful God, a faithful God, because the thing he said he would do, he will do it in both the wrath that has occurred, but also the restoration that will happen. That's, that's what God is. He's a faithful God. And what does it say about man? 
Whew, man, that those whom God adores, he restores. And he is, it says he's placed his name on him, man. And the, the people that has placed his name on get to live in this bountiful and beautiful and wonderful place. And how can we apply these things to our lives? Well, first off, I want to get that name placed on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and how you do that is you trust in the house of David. It says that's the, the, for the purpose of those to be there is, is because of the house of David can cause this to occur. And who is that? That is Jesus. It is through him that we can find this restoration, that we could be a people with the name of God on us, that we can live with bountiful and wonderful lives. And so today, I ask you, do you know Jesus? Have you trusted in him? Have you placed your hope in him? Have you given your life to him? Have you surrendered to him as king over all things? If not, man, I, I pray that you would right now. Because there is nothing greater than being a part of the family of God. And equally the same is there is nothing worse than being under the judgment and the wrath of God. And I hope that we've seen this as we've gone through Amos, guys. I appreciate your time. Glad you're here. And uh, let's continue our study. I'll see you guys in the next episode.